You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I, I want to talk about a subject that I feel like I end up spending too much time talking about, and that's what's going on at the University of Illinois, especially when it comes to their football program. Josh Whitman, the athletic director at Illinois, relieved Lovey Smith of his duties over the weekend, and I wanted to talk about that job for a second. And I know that, that, that it, it will anger some of you, some of my opinions, when it comes to the Illini job. First, let me say that when they hired Lovey Smith, I was more than shocked that he agreed to be a college coach. Now, he did have some background working in college, and he is someone that from my time of covering him always liked the idea of teaching, that you could do a lot of teaching as a football coach, and he always wanted to hire teachers to help make it easier for players to understand concepts that he wanted them to learn and master throughout their time with the Bears. It's one of the things that I've always respected about Lovey is that he has the ability and understands the importance of being a teacher. But it's the context of teaching is really different when you're talking about grown men who are doing it for a paycheck versus college students who are trying to figure out what their life is all about, whether or not they love the game that they play as much as as you would suspect that they do. Here's the part that I think is going to make people mad. I've always thought of the job in Illinois, the the football job, not the basketball job, because I, I think that there is much more history of success more recently with the basketball program than the football program. And I know that we can talk about the Galloping Ghost and we can talk Red Grange and all of those things that when Illinois football started, it had some great things. But the 17-year-old that you're trying to recruit right now, he doesn't care about that stuff. He doesn't. I've never thought of Champaign-Urbana as a destination. Like, if we're looking at the cities, like, let's just talk about the cities in the Big Ten. If we're looking at the cities in the Big Ten, it would for sure be in the bottom half as far as things that you can have, things that you need. Like, it, it, we just go around it. Ann Arbor, I don't know if you've ever been to Ann Arbor, but it's beautiful. Same thing with Bloomington, Indiana. It's beautiful. Like, it has something to it. If you, Minneapolis for Minnesota, like Minneapolis is a really, really cool city. If you're talking about Piscataway, New Jersey, like there's not a lot of fun there. You could make the argument that West Lafayette is not very fun. And maybe even Happy Valley, Pennsylvania is not very fun. But Champaign-Urbana is in that group. It's kind of a nondescript area. And I don't mean that as a diss. I'm just saying that if you're trying to draw people to the job, part of the draw has to be, do you want to live there? Like, do you want to be there? 
And if I gave you the choice of living in Madison, Wisconsin, or Champaign, Illinois, you'd probably choose Madison, or Ann Arbor, or Bloomington, maybe even Iowa City. You might choose over living in Champaign-Urbana. There's a conversation that I had with Jeremy Warner that I want to share with you in a little bit about living there. But when it comes to that job, like the destination is part of it. Like you've got to want to be in that place. You've got to love it, which in some ways I think limits who would be interested in the job and who could be successful in the job. The other part is, as much as I love high school football in the state of Illinois, it's not the greatest recruiting ground. So the idea of winning the state and taking over the state, yes, from a patriotic standpoint, that's wonderful. But if you're trying to play winning college football, it's, it's not the greatest thing. Now, the University of Illinois has a lot of things to draw one to Champaign. It is an unbelievable educational institution. It is one of the most slept on institutions of higher learning in our country, in my opinion. They have a phenomenal engineering school, but that's not the only thing they have. They have incredible programs all up and down the the academic side. And the people in Champaign probably would both bristle and be proud of the fact that they're an on-par Big Ten academic institution. Not that there are any real limitations, but I do think that it offers more than just athletics to it. And when it comes to football, the football program has been down for so long that it doesn't feel like a place where you want to start over and try to try to make things work with a program. So here's Lovey Smith. He he enters into this contract and I got to tell you, I didn't think it would work. And I was on the record at saying it and I know that they made a lot of people down there mad when I said it, including Lovey and we had we've since I think patched things up. Yeah, I had him on the show when things were going really well for the University of Illinois and it was a a, a very nice conversation. There's some guys who are just pro coaches, and I think that Lovey is one of those dudes. I don't think that he wants to go get the groceries. I think that he just wants to make you the meal. And when you're a college coach, there is a level of commitment that you have to put forth into being out on those trails and finding players where there are no players to be found. And I don't think Lovey was capable of doing that. I wonder what happens with him. I wonder if he goes back to being an assistant. Like I could see him being someone's assistant head coach and defensive coordinator or or linebackers coach and assistant head coach, like something like that. Does he become someone who you would put in front of the Fritz Pollard Alliance? Like maybe he runs that because he wants to help other black coaches get to great jobs in college and great jobs in the pros. I think that he would be a really worthy advocate for those things. But it's just a different type of vibe, and there are so many things that you're trying to overcome to be the head coach at the University of Illinois 
and make it successful that the person that you hire has to be incredibly invested in that. So I talked with Jeremy Warner, who lives down there, who works down there, who covers the University of Illinois and has covered all of the time that Lovey Smith has been the head coach. Check out what he said about why things didn't work. Yeah, for those who don't remember uh, what Lovey Smith took over, it's pretty impressive that Josh Whitman was able to convince Lovey Smith to not sit on the beach for two years collecting $10 million from Tampa Bay with his buyout because he took over an absolute mess. Um, you guys had Tim Beckman on the score, I know, frequently, and he embarrassed himself a lot, but he embarrassed himself in the university and sullied them with the abuse scandal that happened here um, and why he got fired a week before the, the 2015 season started. And Bill Cubitt did a really good job of keeping that thing together that season. But, you know, it was a guy who was a former Western Michigan coach who got fired, and they held on to him because they had interim leadership at the time. But, you know, Josh brought in Lovey Smith, and he brought back instant credibility back to Illinois. He brought some dignity back, and, and no matter whether, whether you like Lovey Smith as a coach or not, I think most people know he's got a lot of character. And, um You know, he brought that back to Illinois. He just didn't win enough football games. He never adjusted Lawrence to the college game. I think he was too stubborn um, with with both his defense, his staffing, and and just his approach to recruiting, which is more like, hey, people are going to come here because I'm Lovey Smith, more than I got to work this. I got to compete with P.J. Fleck. I got to compete with Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, He never built those relationships, and it seemed like he didn't uh, care enough at times to do that. Um, So I, I think those were the big missteps, but Lovey Smith did help Illinois and Josh Whitman secure an $80 million football facility. So they now have one of the best football facilities, not just in the Big Ten, but in the country. We had a top 20 at 24-7 sports. And um, I, I think that's huge for Illinois because the, the former coaches' offices were stuck in the 1970s. So I think they had the foundation here, Lawrence, with a roster. That's not great, but I think it was underachieving this year. Um, but there is more to sell, I think, than you were selling after the, the wake of Tim Beckman. But you're also selling against 20-plus years of Illinois being one of the worst Power 5 jobs in the country. What's the cautionary tale of hiring a professional coach and plopping them into a college program that really needs a kick in the ass? Yeah, you better, it better be someone with a lot of energy. Uh, and not to say Lovey isn't competitive. I know he's very, very competitive. Um, but you got to have someone who's willing to get on that recruiting trail and sell the heck out of it. you got to have someone who is really, really invested in the community. And, uh, you know, Lovey Smith, um, you know, is competitive. I think he's a professional. But T.J. Fleck is going to invest every ounce he has in that Minnesota job because that's his biggest opportunity, right? Or, or Jeff Brum, that's his biggest opportunity. Tom Allen. Like, that's as good as it's going to get. If, he, if he's going to have a career that continues to go up, it has to work there. If it didn't work out for Lovey Smith at Illinois, you know, that's the third line on, on his, you know, Wikipedia page um, of his, his career. So I just think there's a natural you got to have somebody who, who gets after it um, more than Lovey Smith did. Um, he didn't take as much of a personal interest in all the recruiting that Illinois had didn't take as as much of a personal interest in uh, developing those relationships in the state and didn't sell himself frankly enough to the fan base Um, and you know he didn't have a a home in in Champaign he had a condo uh, but he didn't have a house in Champaign never bought one here Uh, I I just think you got to have somebody who's all in on it 
And uh, I just don't think Lovey Smith ever gave that vibe or, or showed people that. And, and that includes high school coaches, the fans. Um, the players certainly thought that. But uh, I think the outside world, it matters. It matters more. You can't just be insular like you are in the NFL and say, my guys believe in me. you gotta, you got to sell as a, as a college coach, unlike an NFL coach. And therein lies the challenge. You bring in someone who has been working almost exclusively for the last two decades inside the NFL and ask them to take over something. And it looks easy because of all the success that that person has had doing a similar but not the same job. I'm curious on who wants this job. And that's that's my bottom line. And that's the bottom line because my bottom line on this is who wants the job? Can you convince someone to want? No, no. Strike that from the record. You don't, you shouldn't have to convince someone. If you have to convince them, then maybe they don't want the job. And I bet that there was a lot of convincing that went on with Lovey Smith and the convincing in, in the form of dollars. What if, what, if you're an Illini fan, what you want is someone who wants you. Someone who is going to not look at your job as a stair-step job. Someone who wants to put down roots in Champaign-Urbana. Someone who understands what they are overtaking and is willing to give 100% to the effort of making it work. That's what you deserve. You deserve someone who wants the job. So, yeah, Josh Whitman is going to go out here and he's going to do his thing and he's going to sell, be a salesman, and he's going to sell all the, all, everything about the program. What you want are the people that are calling Josh Whitman, not the people that Josh Whitman is calling. Because those are the people that end up taking your money, and, and I don't mean this in a stick em up sort of way, taking your money without there being real progress. You want someone who is as invested in Illini football as you are, or else it's never going to work. And you'll be chasing this idea of the greater glory of Illini football forever. I'll give you a perfect example, and I know that it's going to bother you because you're an Illini fan. Pat Fitzgerald wants the Northwestern job. He is invested in the Northwestern job. It, it, it lives inside of him. It's, why, it's part of the reason why he's been so good at it. You want someone like that, someone who has the desire plus the ability and wants to be a bigger part of your family. That's how I would go about the hiring. Who wants my job? Not who can I sell to take it. Thanks for listening.